When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is gayish. The podcast that wants to speed run your dick. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but uh, okay. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. <laughs> We're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. Kyle. What? What does that mean? I don't, <laughs> it means get in, get out. <laughs> get it in, get it working, get it out, get go out, home. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> Not my joke. Um. Okay. Great. I'm I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, I needed that today. Um, yeah, we're, we're gonna talk about Bigfoot. Yeah, we're gonna talk about Bigfoot. Why are we doing this? It's my fault. Okay, everything's <laughs> always my fault. Okay, that's it's what because I everybody shot me down on tentacles. I'm like, fine, fuckers, we're gonna do something we're real weird. Then. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't vote for Mike, he, his comeuppance is that he's gonna pick something equally weird for us to talk about. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, feedback. I do have one little piece of feedback. Okay. From from last episode. Um, I, this was a DM on Discord, which we have a Discord server, everybody. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. There's a Send Nudes channel. I'm just letting you know. That's very, um, I think, body positive. Everyone mm. posts nudes and everyone is very supportive. Yep. None of them are 10 inches, though, just so you know. Because <laughs> um, that doesn't exist. Uh, anyway, DM'd me. Uh, can I just say your pronunciation of French words on the podcast is awful? <laughs> <laughs> I said, LOL, yeah, a French speaker. I am definitely not. And he said, I am French Canadian. I can help you if you need. Yeah. That but, would take a lot of effort to like preemptively <laughs> send French words to someone to have them pronounce. Like that takes a level of foresight that this podcast does not have. I'm going to continue not saying the consonants and saying the vowels weird. Yeah. That's, that's just, <laughs> you're just welcome. how French works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, okay. Now the news. Shut your mouth hole. It's time for your ear holes. News, news, news. News the first, Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. Oklahoma Republican lawmaker, State Representative Justin Humphrey, has introduced a controversial bill in the Oklahoma legislature. It's, it's House Bill 3084, and it prohibits students who claim to be imaginary animals or engage in anthropomorphic behavior commonly associated with the furry subculture from participating in school activities. Furries can't participate in school activities? According to the Oklahoman, um, under the proposed legislation, parents or guardians must pick up these students from school, and if parents cannot do so, the bill mandates that animal control services <laughs> should be contacted to remove the student. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't, can't participate in school activities, has to go home. If the parents don't pick you up, animal control will. <laughs> Okay. How does that help you? Doesn't that make you feel more like an animal if I, animal control is picking you up? I, this seems to do the opposite of the intention. This is that whole thing about like kids are not pretending to be cats at school. They're not yeah. fucking litter boxes at schools. You idiots who fucking believe that horse shit need to figure out how to be better consumers of information. The right wing in this country is dumb as hell and they continue to stymie me with how just fucking stupid they are. <sighs> it's not yeah. happening. Let's pass bills to stop things that aren't happening. Yeah. In the worst ridiculous way possible. Yeah. Yeah. It's a dumb waste of time. It's um the purpose of this is to claim that this is what the left is doing and to rile up your base, especially around the time of a presidential campaign. I think a lot of it is just to try to stoke the base and get them all angry that kids that we're letting kids be cats and and poop in litter boxes and pretending like we think they're cats like yep. we're just not doing that yep yep and and the not so secret attempt to make it sound like that's equally crazy as anything that we're doing to advocate for trans rights right right like if if your kid wants to go to school and be a dog today we just have to because that's what the crazy liberals want right is it's not that far removed from another false narrative that if you just want to decide that you're a boy today and use the boys restroom, that that's okay. Right. And that's not happening. That's not how it works, but they're too fucking stupid to pull their head out of their ass long enough to pay attention. Yeah. 
fucking stupid. Fucking stupid. That's true. Oh my god. Oh. Did you hear the De- DeSantis dropped out today? I did. And that's not in the news. It's too too breaking even for us to cover. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. News, but <laughs> he was so sad that he got his dickbag fuckface asshole it was award a, in the we mail. We did it. That we, we did it. He dropped out. We did it. I'm gonna say that that's why. Okay. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. News the second, also in state legislature news, uh, the Missouri state legislature has, uh, introduced a just huge number of anti LGBTQ plus bills. And, um, a lot of them are focusing on bathrooms and school sports because we have nothing fucking better else to do in Missouri, I guess. But Rabbi Daniel Bogard spoke at during public comment on Wednesday against the wave of legislation. And uh, this was specifically about one of those bathroom bills. Uh, His 10-year-old son is trans and said that he's tired of having to fight this fight so that my son can go and poop at school without being bothered. (laughs) Yeah. Quote, it's actually surprisingly easy to be a parent to a trans kid. The hard part I mean it. The only hard part we have experienced is you all hmm. talking to the legislature. Yeah. The only hard part of having a trans kid is the sense that my government just won't leave us alone, that we have to come back here again and again and fight just for his basic human dignity. He explained that until recently, he would instruct his son to use the women's bathroom when in public because men's restrooms are gross. And But that his son's uh, response to that really opened his eyes. He said, Dad, I don't want to go there because I don't want everyone to know what my private parts look like. And it just has stuck with me how much of this is about feeling like folks have some right to know what children's privates look like. If kids are going into the bathroom and seeing each other's genitals there, that's a problem. Yeah. He's right. Yeah. They're fucking obsessed with what's in people's pants. Yeah. And I we can't get around the fact that when they're all up in arms, all red-faced and screaming into microphones. They're really talking about kids. Tell me what's in your kids' pants. Peepees and hoo-hahs. Yeah. Like, and we're the pedophiles, apparently? We're yeah. the disgusting perverts? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I'm all fired up today, Kyle. Yeah, you're in a mood. I like <laughs> it. Uh, according to the ACLU, over, 200 and, uh, over 285 anti-LGBTQ plus bills have been introduced across the United States in state legislatures Damn. in this year alone. Already in January, it's not even, the month isn't even over yet. Holy shit. Most, I couldn't have even guessed that that many would have been filed already. Yeah, most legislatures start in January, their sessions. Damn. So, the, you know, yeah. Anyway. I, it just, uh, it's heartbreaking. Hang in there, everybody. Yeah. Uh, news the last? Yeah. Uh, I have two pieces of Emmys news. So oh. the, the Emmys were this last week. And uh, did you hear Jennifer Coolidge's um, speech? I just heard the one line. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. So she won the Best Supporting Actress in a Drama Series Emmy. And as part of that, she thanked her producers, Mike White, David Bernard, Mike Kameen, and then paused and said, I want to thank all the evil gays. (laughs) (laughs) We should play the clip. Okay. I want to thank all the evil gays. You know, I just really, really, I just... And of course, that recapitulates the, like, please, these gays, they're trying to murder me line (laughs) from from White Lotus um, uh, last year that made the rounds. In other news, uh, last week, because uh, Elton John won an Emmy, he is now officially an EGOT yeah. winner. He EGOTed. Yeah, that's impressive. That's the verb, right? Yeah. EGOTed. EGOTed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And if you don't know what an EGOT is, then I don't know. Google it. <laughs> no, that means you've won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Um, basically, I don't know. It's like, like Pokemon or Horcruxes. He, he collected, collected them all. all yep. <laughs> um, that's the news. That's the news. Speaking of people that we want to collect, it's the following new Patreon members. Thank you to Howard Stoltz, not Schultz. Mm. Different people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Dakota. Dakota. Yep. I wonder if that's the hot trainer at my gym. Oh. He's so hot. Hey, hot trainer, Dakota. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Robert E. Morehouse. Okay. 
What? I don't know. That just Surgeon General Robert E. Morehouse. Like it just <laughs> a sounds distinguished gentleman. Fa- a fancy, fancy name. Uh, and Andrew Abar. Okay, Abar. A. Hey, Bar. Um, thank you to all those that join Patreon. If you want to join, get ad-free episodes a day early, plus a ton of other benefits depending on the level you join. You can go to patreon.com slash gayishpodcast. If you sign up for an annual membership, you get a 10% discount. And there's a Patreon happy hour coming up. So oh, yeah. like, like doesn't matter. At any level of support, you can come to that thing and, and meet us and hang out and get hammered. They're a lot of fun. So <laughs> definitely do it in time. You can join for one month, join the Patreon happy hour, and then quit if you want. Yep. All right, you want to talk about Bigfoot? Yeah, let's talk about Bigfoot. Big feats. Why did you decide to do this one other than your anger at... No, this is revenge porn, Oh, no, that's porn, really Kyle. it. Okay. <laughs> well. No, I mean, we have had on the list now for a long time that we wanted to talk about cryptids, and um, I Bigfoot has always been a fascination of mine, mm. and... I don't know. I, I just, I wanted to talk about Bigfoot. Okay. And like a lot of things, like when we did the episode on leprechauns, I was like, I don't know if there's anything gay about leprechauns at all, except their accents. But, um, <laughs> except for how little they are. Yeah, and then we found out that there is. Yeah. So I, yeah. I expected the same with this one. Yeah. You wanted to see if there's anything gay about Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there, I think we'll find some gay gayness. Yeah. I think so too. Okay. Putting the anus in gayness. <laughs> Um, well, I'm going to talk to you about the history of Bigfoot. Great. Yeah, not really. Oh. Bigfoot is also known as Sasquatch and is a cryptid. And if you don't know what cryptids are, cryptids are probably bullshit animals. Um, and cryptozoologists are the folks that study them. Things like the Loch Ness Monster or the Chupacabra or werewolves or Bigfoot. Like all of these, the abominable snowman. These are all, these are all cryptids. And... Um, Bigfoot is so named because it has big feet. That's <laughs> one thing you learned from this podcast, everybody. You're welcome. All of this is because, though, in the 60s and 70s, there's this big surgence of what would become Bigfoot lore that mm-hmm. popped out. But apparently, like, every human society practically has the story of the giant man slash animal creature thing it's like something about human nature to create these kinds of monsters because Hmm. they exist everywhere reminds me of religion (laughs) a little bit bigfoot bigfoot is too society as jesus is to religion yeah something like that (laughs) yeah oh that's awesome i don't know man (laughs) it's in our nature to create these stories um there's the skunk ape in florida and other southern states there's the grass man in ohio the fox monster in arkansas also known as the boggy swamp boggy boggy swamp man or something like that i haven't heard of these other ones the wood booger in virginia the monster of Whitehall in Whitehall, New York, New York, Momo in Missouri, Honey Island Swamp Monster in Louisiana, Dewey Lake Monster in Michigan, Magallan Monster in Arizona, the Big Muddy Monster in Southern Illinois, the Old Men of the Mountain in West Virginia, and um, that's just in the United States. Huh. Do you think the wood boogers like, wait, they're calling me what? <laughs> oh, man, I thought I looked kind of cute today. <laughs> wood booger. Yeah, at least... Oh. At least call me the wood booger monster. So yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so Bigfoot or Sasquatch is a West Coast thing. It is the Pacific Northwest. So Washington, Oregon and Northern California. Also up into Canada. A lot of folks um, uh, have s- similar stories and, and, and ideas in, in British Columbia. Okay. So all of those monsters that I just named from, from the United States are more modern white people examples. But... Um, there, there were indigenous First Nations stories in, in North America that included hair-covered creatures that lived in the forests, and for for a long, long time, like these these oral histories are harder to track down. Thanks, white people, we've destroyed so much of Native culture. But there was a a, a chief Michelle of the Nlakapamux oh, tribe in Lytton, British Columbia who told a story like this in 1898 to um, a guy who was writing it down. 
And um, there are also like paintings, cave drawings, pictograms of of what are likely Bigfoot representations that are that are estimated to be between five hundred and a thousand years old. So. it's it's not it's not new bigfoot is not new what a weird thing for all of us to invent like what a weird specific thing that every culture comes up with yeah yeah well and it's got to be like it's got to be like maybe a survival thing like a tell the story about like the danger is it's going to get you boogeyman so that you're you stay by the fire and you Mm. stay next to the warm hut yeah you don't explore into the jungle and then get eaten by something yeah it just encourages you to to stay close and stay safe and and maybe that's why the tendency sort of persists or evolved or whatever Hmm. but yes it was in 1958 that uh there's a dude named jerry crew who was a bulldozer operator for a logging company in humboldt county california he found a bunch of 16 inch long human-like footprints and it's like memes travel fast, like even before the age of the internet. Mm-hmm. And lots of people started finding these things in that company, in the logging company. And they just started calling this thing Bigfoot. And that's, that's where the name came from. Mm-hmm. So we know, we know that, uh, that, that, that name started in 1958 with these, with these, with these people. So, and Humboldt County is still considered by some people to be the Bigfoot capital of the world. But yeah, so that's um, that's where the word came from. And then there's this film that we'll talk about that is like the iconic representation of Bigfoot is this really sort of shitty film that was taken by these dudes in the 60s and uh, that's supposed to represent the figure that is moving even has a name. Her name is Patty. Anyway, oh. like, like my, apparently my mom is named after a Bigfoot. Or Bigfoot <laughs> is na- named after my mom. Um, and then there's lots of theories about like what this thing is. Is it real or not? Is it just hoaxes? Because there have been lots of all other films and p- pictures that are clearly just like dudes in gorilla suits yeah. wandering around. And uh, you're gonna, but you're going to talk about like why do we believe in this shit, right? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm going to talk about why people believe in Bigfoot, and uh, I got this info from the California Magazine, which is published by the UC Berkeley Alumni Association. Okay, they say that this percentage of Americans believe in Bigfoot. Twenty-four. Uh, sixteen. Okay. Close, close, close. Yeah, in the ballpark. Um, I don't. They didn't give a source of that information, so I don't know how they know that, but that's what they said. Hmm. Um, reason number one, they think they saw Sasquatch and they want to prove to themselves and the world that they are not crazy. Okay. I mean, okay. If I see something that looks like a Bigfoot and I go and tell everyone, then I really need that thing to be true. Otherwise I'm going to look like a crazy person. Yeah. Okay. Well, it sort of makes sense in a weird way, but at the same time also like, no, Mm. right like if you think you saw something maybe you did but like come up with an explanation for it but there could be a million other explanations that you should tell yourself and walk yourself through rather than just trying to buy into the very first thing your brain tells you yes also man like when you're outside by yourself it is scary Mm. like you can hear noises and like see things and your brain starts playing tricks on you and i don't know like that's why the blair witch project is so like intensely scary yeah preying on that like weird creepy feeling that opens a door in the back of your head and makes you crazy yeah yeah reason number two their tribe believes in sasquatch so it would be weird if they didn't Hmm. this is kind of what you talked about of well if your actual tribe believes Mm -hmm. in this Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, then mm -hmm. you kind of have to too but i also think your metaphorical tribe if your group of friends all believe in it you don't want to be the one that stands out and doesn't. Yeah. That's how I feel about horoscopes. Yeah. Because you have to just go along with it. There's so many people like are some of our D and D people mm-hmm. boyfriend mm-hmm. who like are into the horoscope thing. So you kind of got to like go along with it. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Horoscopes is a big one that like all of a sudden people will start. It just happened the last time we got together. People just start going through the horoscope thing and being like, Oh yeah, that means that. And that means that. And you're like, yeah, 
Yeah. You know that it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't want to say that. Cause so, like, sorry, I'm like this. I'm a Sagittarius or whatever the fuck yeah. they say. And like, like that, that, I don't know, justifies whatever weird behavior they yeah. just exhibited. Ooh, yeah. Sagittarius is, ugh. Apparently, studies show that a person is more likely to bl- believe in fringe or paranormal ideas if they're a West Coast resident. Okay, rude. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna name that the Bigfoot effect. The Bigfoot effect. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Are we more like hippy dippy and open to weird paranormal ideas, or what? It- That's interesting. I know that like UFOs, the concept of a UFO really came from Washington State. Mm. Hmm. The first UFO that we used that phrase for was over Mount Rainier. Oh, no way. Um, Art Bell, Coast to Coast, um, that show about the supernatural and the paranormal is from here, hmm. I'm pretty sure. I have to check that out. Hold on. I don't want to say that and then be like lying about it. I mean, or you could just lie about it and that's um, fine. But yeah, and then, and then like Bigfoot and I don't know, crystals and magic and uh, horoscopes and witch stuff and like alternative like there's a lot of cults are from here like i think like maybe there's a reason that um fucking um twin peaks took place in the pacific northwest like like i i think they're onto something yeah that's what i'm that's weird that's wild that like where you're from could influence how likely you are to believe in this yeah sherman oaks california i don't know where that is oh anyway right reason number three Believing in Bigfoot keeps hope alive that people can be self-sustaining and that humans haven't totally destroyed the environment. Okay. Well. So you look at Bigfoot and you see hope that we haven't ruined everything? Well, okay. I firmly believe in, like, nature's ability to heal. Mm -hmm. We saw that during COVID a lot, like, where people stopped being out in places and then all the, like, dolphins were back or whatever. Yeah. And I... I think that we're perfectly capable of making the earth so toxic and poisonous that we kill ourselves off, but mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to kill all of life off forever. Mm-hmm. And maybe it could be the best thing that happened to the earth if we were to get wiped <laughs> yeah, out. Probably. And, you know. <laughs> or just like some of our population knocked off. It's probably helpful for the earth. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, I do have a weird hope that after we're gone, <laughs> not if, but when, yeah. that uh, nature is going to be just fine without yeah. us. Yeah. yeah, I think it's going to thrive. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, reason number four, lack of proof doesn't disprove that Bigfoot exists, so it's hard to declare with certainty that Bigfoot is fake. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Are you buying it? No. Yeah? No. Well, why not? Because uh, uh, the burden of proof lies with the claimant. Yeah. If you're going to say Bigfoot exists, you need to bring evidence. You can't say, well, there's not no evidence against it. That's like a, that's a Donald Trump move right there. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Prove to me that there aren't pink flying unicorns that are microscopic that are flying around right now. You're right, Kyle. I can't. You can't disprove it. So it's true. Those, that, that gay ass invisible glitter corn. (laughs) Oh, that would be adorable if we looked into microscopes and there was just like little glittery unicorns. I want that to be true. Yeah. See, maybe it is true. Can't prove it's not. Can't prove it's not. So it is. Science. Science can definitely prove that's not true. So that was a bad example. But um, the Smithsonian Magazine said, quote, when trying to explain why people believe in Bigfoot, quote, some people see these crypto hominids as symbols of pure freedom living by instinct and foiling every effort to pin them down to search for Bigfoot in the forest is to taste that freedom on the trail. You become extra attuned to nature, the smell of scat, the sound of breaking branches, the curious impressions in the dirt. As long as there are wild places in America, Bigfoot remains a possibility that to most of its ardent proponents cannot be disproved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It puts, there's some beauty in Bigfoot aficionados that i didn't find before reading this a lot of faith a lot of faith which again is kind of like religion yeah putting a lot of faith in something you can't see and has never proved that it's there yeah that you just kind of feel like it's there bigfoot is god (laughs) and god is bigfoot and bigfoot is love are we, is there a Bigfoot religion? Are we starting a Bigfoot religion? I hope so. I hope that someone out of this is like, you know what? 
I believe now with all my heart. Bigfoot forgives my sins. He died for us. No, he lived for our sins. He lives for our sins. He lives. He didn't. He didn't die like that dumb guy. He lived for our sins. That's way smarter move if you're going to pick one. Oh god. And the other thing from the Smithsonian Magazine that I found is Bigfoot also embodies other less romantic but no less enduring American traits like gullibility and a hunger for attention. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> if he wants attention so bad, why isn't he like on camera more? <laughs> you know? No, we want attention. Yeah. What, okay, what does that have to do with Bigfoot then? I'm confused. By I think it's like by being like super into Bigfoot, you're like, everyone look at me, pay attention to me. Uh, I li- I believe in Bigfoot. I'm going to go out in the forest and find him. I'm cool and interesting. I'm I have go- a unique thing about me. I'm going to go squatching. Um, is that what it's called? That's what it's called. <laughs> I haven't heard that. He squatching. Hate- yeah. It sounds like a weird sex move that I don't want to try. Yeah, you squatched me real hard. Yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I left right after that. Um, and the gullibility, American trait of gullibility, you talked about it in the news, like that yeah. people just believing that kids are being animals. Like uh, there is a uh, an American pastime of being gullible and kind of dumb. Yeah. So this yeah. kind of feeds into that as well. Yeah. Although you said that lots of other cultures also believe in it as well. So maybe it's not just a uniquely American thing. It's not a uniquely American thing. And Americans are uniquely good at it. Yeah, <laughs> I think <laughs> that's very well put. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's why people uh, believe in Bigfoot. Well, I want to share with you eleven crazy Bigfoot conspiracy theories. Okay, that um, found this article on theweek.com. and uh, I, I just, I love, I love it. Some of them sound like headlines out of the Weekly World News or or whatever. And um, in the Patreon segment, I'm going to talk to you about. We're going to read a specific article from the Weekly World, World News. Okay, but uh, these are these are all conspiracy theories about 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 Bigfoot. So number one, a DNA test proves that Bigfoot is part human hybrid and deserves U.S. citizenship. <laughs> uh, it was a veterinarian in Texas that claimed to have proven via Sasquatch DNA sample that they are part human. How did you get how did you get Bigfoot DNA? She even went as far as to insist that the government recognize them as indigenous people and immediately protect their human and constitutional rights. Oh, no. I feel like that's offensive. I don't know. Maybe you'd like jizzed in a cup for her? There's a conspiracy theory for you. <laughs> Leave cups around and pretty in the forest and pretty soon Big Fiddle jizz in one. Uh Number two, the government secretly removed burnt Sasquatch corpses from Mount St. Helens after the 1980 eruption. Oh, yeah. Some there were witness eyewitness reports that or eyewitness reports that there were helicopters that were dragging Sasquatch skeletons out of the burning rubble. If you see a helicopter carrying something, you don't have a good enough eye to tell whether it's a Sasquatch skeleton or like human remains or 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 an elk or or a moose or a bear yeah absolutely you're yeah um but it is true that mount st helens is like uh like bigfoot central or what used to be bigfoot Mm. central as early as the 1920s there were reports uh from mount st helens Mm. um of bigfoot sightings um number three bigfoot is really a caveman oh uh number four bigfoot is an alien Oh, Stan Gordon in 1973, who was a Pennsylvania UFO researcher, said that he noticed an increase of sightings of Sasquatches entering and exiting extraterrestrial vehicles. Did you see that, though? And he set up a UFO Bigfoot hotline (laughs) that you can still call. No way. Mm -hmm. With I wonder if someone is like documenting all the Bigfoot sightings like by hands or something. Uh, Number five, Bigfoot is really a giant ground sloth. Oh, I think he moves too fast to be a ground sloth. And and like most people think that Bigfoot is some kind of primate. Like yeah. if Bigfoot exists, he's some kind of primate. But anyway, huh. giant ground sloths used to be a thing and maybe they still are. And oh. Bigfoot is often like misidentified as like a bear or or um some other animal, right? Yeah. So uh number six, I like this one. Sasquatches occasionally sodomized cows 
(laughs) (laughs) Who came up with, why is this a idea that we have in our brains that we had to put down somewhere? (laughs) More than a few farmers claim to have witnessed male big feet getting intimate with some unfortunate bovines. Do if people are going to fuck cows, <laughs> would you dress up in a Bigfoot costume so that no one will think it like know it's you? Or or like if if you if you get caught and couldn't you like say to your neighbor, it could be like, Hey bro, can you pretend that wasn't me just, and that it was a Sasquatch? Just tell everyone it was a Sasquatch. <laughs> Come on. Please do this favor for me. I need this. Yeah. Yeah. Also, that cow's real good. No, uh, anyway. Um, uh, number seven, Sasquatches appear in the Bible. <gasps> what? Yeah, there's some people that think that the giants that are mentioned in the book of Genesis were actually early Bigfeet. Mm. Bigfoot is religion. Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, my theory is, I think I can see, <laughs> I can see the images that Tarek's making to promo the episode <laughs> and there's one with Bigfoot sneaking up on a cow oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> I love it <laughs> uh, number eight Sasquatches bury their dead one of the one of the things that people point out all the time is like if Sasquatches are real why don't we ever find their bodies oh so yeah like, well they bury them yeah that's convenient that's why <laughs> So then the the under the ground, uh, like 10 feet down, the earth is just littered with Sasquatch bones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number nine, the government captured a live Sasquatch in 1999 uh, in Battle Mountain, Nevada. And um, the Sierra Tahoe Bigfoot research blog has a full report of this supposedly injured but alive Sasquatch. Wow, sounds like a trustworthy blog. Uh, number 10, Bigfoot calls have been documented and can be easily mimicked. And, oh my God, it's hilarious. There's a show on Animal Planet called Finding Bigfoot. And there are these dudes that are out there trying to do Bigfoot calls. And it's really just them, like... <laughs> like, that's what Bigfoot sounds like to them, they think. And... And then, and then they're like, and sometimes he responds. And I'm like, well, maybe that's just the other crazy documentary people oh. from, from like some other show yeah. across the way. Like, how do you know they're not humans yelling back? Yeah. Anyway. Or someone calling in the kids to come eat pie. That sounds like some, that sounds like a mom on the prairie calling her kids in to come get their dessert. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Whatever you do, don't summon the hungry Bigfoot. <laughs> no, 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 no. You have to do a really specific call to make sure. And the last one, number 11, Kyle. Cryptozoologist Lauren Coleman believes that up to 10% of Sasquatches are gay. <gasps> 10%. That's like the number that Kinsey came up with. He said, quote, Light, I lightheartedly wondered aloud if 10% of the Bigfoot population matching the figures we have on Homo sapiens oh. might be gay. And then a few days later, he got a bunch of angry emails <laughs> saying that he called Bigfoot a homosexual and people were really upset. <laughs> I wonder if like there's Santa a... Santa Claus is white, Kyle, and Bigfoot is straight. <laughs> Bigfoot is straight. <laughs> Not my Bigfoot. The Bigfoot I know isn't gay. Oh my God. This this whole this whole thing of like that 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 Bigfoot might be gay though is just uh, um, is super, super interesting. So April 7th of 2001... There was a lecture at the 13th annual Bigfoot Conference. Sure. Also known as Bigfoot Expo. Yeah. In Newcomerstown, Ohio. And that's where he made these remarks that he wondered if Bigfoot, if, if Bigfoot was gay. And um, but then that got reported in at least one media channel that he said Bigfoot is gay. Mm. And then that got a bunch of hate mail directed at him because he called Bigfoot queer. It's, it was 2001, so I don't know why that justifies it. People would still react like that now. Yeah. And uh, so then uh, a couple of years later, he also then said in an article called Iraq, ancient home of Bigfoot. And um, it it, it said that he said the legend of Bigfoot dates back 5,000 years to ancient Mesopotamia, now modern Iraq, and a hairy creature named Enkidu. 
and Enkidu plays a major role in the epic of King Gilgamesh, and Coleman claims Gilgamesh and Enkidu engaged in a lot of cross-species gay sex with an occasional threesome. (laughs) 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 Um, It's, it's, yeah. Apparently there's this theory out there that Bigfoot is gay and comes from Mesopotamia. Okay. And was having lots of wild sex with King Gilgamesh. So. And, and, a, and an occasional three-way. <laughs> an occasional three-way. Um, and uh, this this dude also wrote a book called Bigfoot! Exclamation point, the true story of apes in America. And he says, quote, Frankly, the subject of sex and the Sasquatch is avoided. Never mentioned our Bigfoot bestiality, Sasquatch penises, and that more human males than human females have traditionally been kidnapped by Bigfoot. There huh. have been some reports of encounters involving some sexual overtones, and he makes some references to the mysterious Jan Clement's first-hand accounts of his interaction with uh, a Sasquatch in his book, The Creature, Personal Experiences with Bigfoot. But he's right. Most of the like Bigfoot abduction stories, Bigfoot abducts dudes and then has his way with them. Oh, and I didn't know that. Th- there's a lot of that out there. And so, anyway, I don't know. Yeah, Bigfoot might be super gay, Kyle. I wonder if he... And, and kind of rapey, but also aren't all animals kind of rapey? Yeah. they can't really like, talk. How you, yeah, how do you consent to all of this? Um, I wonder what kind of dudes Bigfoot is into. Like, does he want... Lumbersexuals, like, probably. Taller and hairier? <laughs> or does he want, like, a little twink to, like, contrast what he's... You know? I just wonder what he's into. This, this dude, one of the abduction stories of... of, of Dudeski getting abducted by by Sasquatch. He named his Sasquatch Kong, and he said knows. Kong was sporting a difficult to conceal erection and being a bit fearful of what he might be capable of. He yelled at the Sasquatch to get it away from him. A short while later, he noticed something in the distance. As I approached the bottom of the hill, I could see the cows on the pasture on the other hillside. There was a commotion among the cows, and when I put the water jug down and walked over, I could see Kong. He was mounted on a large Holstein cow and was shoving away. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and that my first thought was, better Bessie than me. <laughs> <laughs> Bessie, oh. you didn't deserve that. Oh, God. Anyway, so is Bigfoot gay, Kyle? Um, I- I'm going to tell you what I found when I did some looking up to see if Bigfoot is gay. Okay. First, I found a t-shirt. That said, Bigfoot is gay and he tried to eat my ass. Great. <laughs> nice. Yep. Uh, nom, 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 nom. I bet, it, I bet he'd be good at it. Although He's if, got that big mouth. If, yeah. And if Bigfoot's going to eat my ass, it better be on my first day out in the woods. Like, <laughs> maybe, maybe Bigfoot's into a little I, rancor kind of assy. Oh, God. I just, I do not. I do not smell good when I'm camping. No. And of all of the parts of me that don't smell good, my ass smells the least good. Yeah. To me. That's it. You're right. Maybe Bigfoot's into that. Maybe Bigfoot loves that. Uh, I found a bumper sticker that said, Bigfoot is real and he's gay. Don't believe me? Ask him. There is. Can you you call him? No, you just have to ask. Write him a letter? Yeah. (laughs) Dear Bigfoot. (laughs) Um, What address do we put? Does he live in the North Pole? Um, is Bigfoot Santa and Jesus? Bigfoot is Santa and Jesus. He's all everything in one. <laughs> Dear so, Bigfoot, I've been very good this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please send me to heaven. Um, there is a rainbow t-shirt that says gay Bigfoot doesn't believe in you either. Oh. Which I really liked. There is a Chuck Tingle book. Of course there is. Called Bigfoot Pirates Haunt My Balls. <laughs> I love that guy. I know. Pounded in the butt by Bigfoot. I'm sure there's one I'm called sure there's, I'm sure there is. Um, in this, in the description of this book, it included that this erotic tale is 4,500 words of sizzling human on Bigfoot ghost action, including anal, blowjobs, rough sex, cream pies, bukkake, double penetration, and pirate love. <laughs> So if it's a bukkake, is it like the entire ship then? It must be like multiple pirates, right? Maybe multiple pirates get on it. Maybe multiple, multiple Bigfoots. Bigfoot? Big feet? Bigfoots. Bigfoots. <laughs> a Bigfoot bukkake? 
you're gonna walk away glazed. <laughs> There's no recovering from that. Oh God. Anyway, I don't know if I'm gonna recover from this, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> the then I found what I'm gonna really talk about, which is a Reddit post called "Does Bigfoot Ever Engage in Homosexual Relations?" Mm-hmm. Uh, it was posted in the subreddit Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. It was downvoted to zero. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah, I know, right? Which, because I think that's a fair question. I think it's a fair question too. And the the subreddit itself doesn't. What? Go ahead. It doesn't allow people to be like outright. Like you can be skeptical, but you can't shut down completely. Like all conversation. Yeah. You 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 can't just you can't be a complete disbeliever. I asked Bing, co-pilot. They're they're. GPT mm-hmm. search. I said, is there any indication that Bigfoot is gay? And it did it again, Kyle. It said <gasps> speculating about somebody's sexual orientation is unacceptable. Man, is that the... But when it's... Yeah, it doesn't get the context of Bigfoot. It doesn't matter who you ask about. I also like... I typed in some of the names of some of the people involved in like early Bigfoot conspiracy theories to see if any of them were were gay. I said members of the LGBT community, and it will not answer that question. It says speculating wow. on somebody's sexual orientation is unacceptable. And but you might you're you weren't asking necessarily to speculate. You're asking if there's any like correct information out there that says specifically that Cor- their orientation correct. And do you think it did the same thing if I asked if there's any indication that somebody is straight? Oh. Because what it does is it says speculating about somebody's sexual orientation isn't okay, but then goes on to answer the question. Oh. Bing, get your shit together. Wow. That's shitty. Yeah. I've written several strongly worded emails that I'm sure nobody has read. Have you really? Yeah. To to Bing Copilot? Yes. (laughs) No, I mean... Oh, <laughs> you, you've got to write it to the humans behind it to get any kind of traction. Yeah. You can't just type it into the box. I mean, I... I, I worked up until now you have to beep it mm-hmm. until 2011. I probably still know some people that work there. Yeah, you should get in touch. Yeah. Be like, why is your thing so homophobic? Did does Bigfoot ever engage in homosexual relations? Uh, <laughs> if you're lucky, <laughs> that's some people were like, I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> was one of the comments. <laughs> One person said, why? What did he tell you about him and me? <laughs> um, one person said, I think it's safe to say that at seven or eight feet tall, 100 pounds, and the proportional strength of a gorilla, Sasquatch is going to sass fuck whatever he damn well pleases. Mm-hmm. Sass fuck. Sass fuck. <laughs> uh, someone said, hell yeah, Bigfoot is the B in LGBT. <laughs> Which is funny except for the bi erasure, but well, you know. They're used to it. You can't you can't spell Bigfoot without bi. Oh, it's not bi erasure, it's by inclusion. <laughs> yeah. It's even more bi than than if it weren't I mean, how are we gonna say B stands for bisexual without Bigfoot erasure? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um We're gonna have to start calling bisexuals big feet. Okay. And just like now everybody's all all big all big all big feet are by, and all, all buys are big, big feet. feet. Yep. <laughs> um. Someone said I've heard he has a huge blurry cock. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you bet. Like, probably. Yeah. Although in the like in the primate world, apparently humans have gigantic penises. Oh really? Like other like other primates, ones that we're closely related to, have like smaller penis to body size than humans do. Are you saying Bigfoot has a small dick? I'm saying it's possible. Huh. Yeah. Well, going on that thread, someone, a real answer someone gave is bonobos, chimps, gorillas, and orangutans do so, as do humans. It is reasonable to think that Sasquatch does as well. Yeah. So if we see evidence of this in nature and the things that the Bigfoot is related to have homosexual behaviors. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be reasonable to assume that Bigfoot does homo stuff too. And maybe it's like Greco Roman culture where like, like if, if Bigfoot wants to like fuck some dude campers every now and then, then lady Bigfoot's going to look the other way and let him, let him, Oh, you know, have him, have him, let him, let him have his fun. As long as he comes home to her <laughs> and knocks her up every once in a while. Are you saying they're in an open relationship? Yeah. 
consensual non-monogamous Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Wow. I didn't know he was that woke. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yep. Prove he's not, Kyle. Prove he's like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. One person answered, what the actual fuck, Nate? Which, like, to get upset at this kind of question yeah. is, I think, homophobic. I think it is, too. Like, that's so preposterous that you would even ask this question. In my, like, um, diversity, equity, and inclusion talk that I gave at all of those cities last year, I had a slide that said, uh, to say gay, mm. we need to normalize saying gay. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people would be like, he's gay. Yeah. And like, like you don't have to whisper it. Yeah. Like in a world where everybody's okay with it, it's okay to just say it. Yeah. And this feels like that in a way of, of like being gay is perfectly valid. So we should be able to speculate on whether somebody or something is gay or not and yeah. not have that be offensive or weird or gross or hard. Yeah, like, absolutely. Absolutely. Someone else said might be onto something, maybe the cause of their small population. <laughs> Very clever. Once again, <laughs> I knew straight you'd... people, we know how it works. <laughs> we understand that you can't get pregnant in the ass. We know in how it works. In spite of how much we try. Um, but maybe it is true. Straight people keep making the gay people, you fucking idiots. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it, it might be true. If like, let's say 50% <laughs> of big feet were gay. Yeah. And th- so they weren't reproducing as often that would limit the population and that would be why we don't see bigfoot running rampant all over i bet all all bigfoots are by all bigfoot but then we would get i i think some of them i think a bigger proportion have to be gay so that specifically they don't reproduce mm. for my theory to hold up all right because if they were by they could fuck whoever and then reproduce it's true how many how many how many how many big feet do you think there are in the world? Like, the answer is zero. But if they, the answer is zero, <laughs> but I mean, if we go off of there's one in like almost every state that you mentioned. Yeah, let's yeah. say there's one per every two states. There's twenty five big feet. Is my guess. Yeah. What do you think? I just don't know how many. Like, I know that there's like lots of rules in ecology about like how many how big of a population you need to replace mm. a population. Mm. And so like if they're so gay that they're dying out, I would imagine it, it would have happened by now. Oh, maybe they're, maybe, maybe they're dead by now maybe. because they were so gay. They all blew up in Mount St. Helens. <laughs> <laughs> the helicopters came and took those bones away. Yeah. Um, so my point is that there is this fascination that crosses not just this Reddit post, but a lot of other things of people are very interested in whether Bigfoot is gay. Yeah. And I didn't find a definitive answer. The closest, the best answer I could come up with is that animals related to it are, do exhibit gay behavior. So it's likely that Bigfoot does. So I'm going to go, if we're trying to bust this myth, I'm going to say it's, it's true that Hmm. that Bigfoot is gay. Bigfoot is gay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you really quickly then about um, a book called Patricia Wants to Cuddle. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Written by Seattle author Samantha Allen. And in it, there's a lesbian Sasquatch that goes on a reality show that's like The Bachelor. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. This article from the Good Man Project says, Close your eyes. Now picture Sasquatch. Yes, the hairy hominid rumored to be lurking in the lush woods of the Pacific Northwest. Mm -hmm. You've likely imagined a him. But what if Bigfoot were a woman living on a small island in the San Juans where she encounters a troop of delicious-looking young women participating in a reality TV show akin to The Bachelor? What if, Mike? <laughs> oh, my God. Samantha Allen, who uh, was a, uh, lives in Seattle, is, a, is a, usually a reporter but decided to write a novel. She said, quote, my attitude was, if I'm going to write fiction, I'm going to make it as fictional as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, I want it to be big. I want it to be bold. And I want it to have a lesbian Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet her. She sounds awesome. She sounds awesome. Apparently, she signed a bunch of copies at Elliott Bay Books up here on the hill uh, when it when it came out last year. Um, oh, sorry. This is 2024 now. In 2022. So two years ago. Oh, wow. And This is a new, this is a recent book that you can get. Yes. Yes. Wow. Exactly. But yeah, so like 
apparently, apparently she also is wondering, is Bigfoot gay? But mm-hmm. something that's really interesting in here, though, is we do really sort of assume that Bigfoot is a dude. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. Which is, if if real, is not the case. Right. Because they're reproducing. Is that sexism? <sighs> the default is... Or patriarchy? I'm not sure. Like, yeah. Because I, I do think I do think that all of these cryptids, no matter what they are, end up being dudes for yeah. the most part. And yeah. I think that that's because there is a real tendency to correctly believe that men are monstrous. So oh. if there's evil lurking in the forest, it's going to be a dude. Mm. Right? I was, was going to say, I think it's might be sexist because we just assume the default is always a dude. Hmm. There's also that. But I, but I think your thing probably plays into it as well. It, yeah. Hmm. But Lady Sasquatches, now there is a thing. Yeah. Especially since that, that movie that I was talking about, that's called the Patterson-Gimlin film. And um, it was it was like, you know, the, the B- Bigfoot with its arms like this? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an audio medium, Kyle, of course. <laughs> Everyone, I'm, I, I'm holding my arms like Bigfoot does. <laughs> Um, down to your sides, but that po- that pose is from that film. Hmm. Like that sails into our consciousness from that film, the Patterson Gimlin film. And I've watched the film now like forty times uh, for for this for this podcast. Wow! And that Sasquatch has giant boobs. Oh, it is a lady Sasquatch, and they call it Patty. And um. It's only like a few seconds, uh, 53 seconds long. And, uh, uh, but there she is just walking along. And there is so, so, so much analysis that has been done about that movie, hmm. that little film. Do you know the film I'm talking about? I, I think, I think I, when I picture a film of Bigfoot walking through the forest, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is the, is the still that gets, um, shown most often and is like that pose is the pose that like all Sasquatches have mm-hmm. anyway it, it's it's fascinating to me and uh, all of these back and forth about like it's a just a dude in a suit and he must have been wearing football pads and one thing one claim about like the length of the arms is because he's got sticks inside the gloves to make the arms Uh longer and uh there's this dude that says that he sold them a gorilla suit but that's disputed it just this film is super interesting to me and i don't know how to like in an audio medium talk about all the things that's interesting about it <laughs> but go and watch it look it up on 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 uh, youtube or or the wikipedia article even has a copy of the unedited film uh, but it's the patterson gimlin film and uh it is really the flashpoint for bigfoot being in american culture in a big way hmm. like the legends always existed that blah 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 but like this lady bigfoot the first Bigfoot on film was a lady Bigfoot. That's all I wanted to say. Busting those glass ceilings. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Should I tell you about the FBI investigating yeah. Bigfoot? Yeah. Okay. So this sounds fake when you say it, but it is real that since 1976, the Bigfoot has had a file on Bigfoot. Okay. The FBI? Yeah. Okay. What did I say? Bigfoot. Big, no. Bigfoot has a file on Bigfoot. <laughs> I don't know about Bigfoot's filing system, <laughs> what he keeps in it, what he doesn't, if he has a file on himself. Not clear about that. But yes, the FBI has had a file on Bigfoot since 1976. Okay, as ridiculous as it sounds, I hope so. Right? Why? Like, I hope I hope every QAnon bullshit conspiracy theory has a file at the FBI because they, they should be paying attention to crazy people. And they should oh. be... Like more less about the Bigfoot themselves and more about like here are the wackadoos that are that we need to keep an eye on. Yeah, and you can't prove a negative either. Like maybe Bigfoot does exist, and like if and when Bigfoot suddenly exists, we should have somewhere know all the things that we know. Yeah, yeah. I hope I I hope I hope every wackadoodle conspiracy theory has a file somewhere that somebody is keeping shit in. But then the downside of that is just the fact that it has a file on it. Then people assume that that means it's real. 
Well, okay. Just the act of having the file. Yeah, don't talk about the file. Just make sure you have it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, director Peter Byrne of the Bigfoot Information Center and ex- Exhibition. I loved it. In Oregon. Uh, sent the FBI about 15 hairs attached to a tiny piece of skin. Oh. Jay Cochran Jr., assistant director of the FBI's Scientific and Technical Services Division, said that they usually only examine physical evidence related to criminal investigations. Sure. But still, they sometimes made an exception in the interest of research and scientific inquiry. And so he said he'd make an exception for Byrne. So they actually did look at this. Mo- like It sounded like as a favor or as, I don't know. I don't know why. Um, Could you do me a solid and look at this hairy skin patch? Yeah. Like, oh. To figure out if it's Bigfoot. I hate that. Okay. <laughs> um, Cochran found that the hair didn't belong to Bigfoot. Oh. Surprise. Wow. And in 1977, he sent the hair back to burn along with the conclusion that the hairs are of deer family origin. Oh, okay. So then four decades later, the bureau declassified the Bigfoot file about the analysis. So then everyone was like that whole thing of, oh, well, you have a file on Bigfoot. That must mean he's real, just like UFOs, like if you're studying it. But but they really did have a file on Bigfoot. I think that's, I hope they still do. Unless yeah. it's case closed. If they're like, no, we know Bigfoot isn't real because he told us he's not real. I don't know. That, like, <laughs> <laughs> he told us. We hooked him up to a polygraph and he said he wasn't real and the machine said, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I hope they don't, or I hope they close the book on this one because I don't want my hard earned tax dollars going to fund Bigfoot investigation. Well, all right. I think there are more important things that the FBI needs to be doing. Okay. So Hulu had this documentary called Sasquatch. Okay. And it turns out that it's actually about drugs. Somehow, I I don't, I haven't seen it, but I kind of want to now. But apparently there's this couple, Wayne and George, and they are Sasquatch hunters and life partners. (laughs) So like some of the Sasquatch hunters in that documentary apparently is this gay couple. Oh. And so that's like, that's the other kind of gay in the Sasquatch world. Like Um. are gays into Sasquatch for some reason. Yeah. And at, at least, at least this one couple is, um, and, uh, but now, now I, I definitely I want to see it because there's this um, person on Decider.com who wrote, wrote this article about how like they're the only reason to watch the show. <laughs> like it's a terrible documentary and doesn't have enough Bigfoot shit in it. But this gay couple is amazing. Do you think gays would be more likely to believe in Bigfoot? <sighs> more likely to fantasize about Bigfoot, maybe. Oh, maybe. <laughs> um, I think... There is something that makes sense weirdly to it that like gays are misfits and outsiders and that gives them this like tendency to be less mainstream about what they consume. Mm -hmm. Like I think they're more likely to play D&D. I think that they're more likely to go to conventions and cosplay. I think they're more likely to like you name a a, a we I don't want to say weird, but you you name a not mainstream hobby. Yeah. I think gays are more into it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I think, I, and I think you put it into better words. What I was like the feeling that I had, but I couldn't describe. And so, if sixteen percent of Americans believe in Bigfoot, then I don't know. Maybe a quarter of gays believe in Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. Do you believe in Bigfoot, dear listener? Write us a note and let us know. Only if you're some kind of queer. Yeah. If you're a straight ally, we don't care what you think. That's right. Why are you listening? <laughs> Why are you no, listening? No, please listen. Oh, yeah. Definitely <laughs> listen. Help us out, please. Yeah. Uh, so did we do it? Uh, we did something. <laughs> <laughs> there it is again. <laughs> Gonna have to edit those audio levels down a little bit. Um, yeah, we did something about Bigfoot. All right. Well. Did we decide any... Did we came to the conclusion that gay people are more likely to be in big into Bigfoot? Yes, into Bigfoot, not into Bigfoot, but like more likely to believe in Bigfoot, and Bigfoot is likely gay. 
I think the the okay the the smoking gun here to me is that Bigfoot is always a dude and always abducts dudes. Yeah, like that's a thing that we see often enough that like there's something inherently queer about Bigfoot. Yeah, I agree. I think that's where I came, which I did not know going into this that we would come away with Bigfoot is gay and gay people are into Bigfoot, but. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Should we take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Bigfoot break. We're gonna find. We're gonna find him. Yeah. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. So are we back? We're back. We're back. We're gonna do our gayest and straightest. We're gonna do our gayest and straightest. But first. But first, uh, remember to attend the Patreon happy hour. Yeah. Do it. Uh, it is Wednesday, February the 7th, 2024 at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Because of Kyle's job, we're doing the Patreon happy hours at 7 p.m. Yep. Pacific time. That's as soon as I can get there to get home from work and get on to happy hour. 10 Eastern. Yep. Sorry about it. Yeah. Um, I know it's a school night, but you're going to drink anyway. Yeah. With us. Because it's fun. Um. Also. Mm-hmm. We said this in the Patreon segment, but I really want to say it in the main episode. Okay. That our friends at Happy Hole Toys have a Bigfoot dildo. Oh, yeah. And you should go to Happy Hole Toys and, and, and buy yourself one if you want to do something gay. Bigfoot is real, and he can be in your ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, local gay bar review. Uh, I am going to talk to you this time about Free Zone Las Vegas. It was a giant bar super duper gay adorable kind of clubbish and it was fucking empty (laughs) but it was also one o'clock in the morning on a wednesday that i was there so like and mom was there too so extra half a dildo for that Mm -hmm. um um but they had um this adorable mural outside that had wings that you could stand in front of oh so I, i have a picture of that that i'll share um i'm sure so many instagram influencers have that picture yeah probably yeah three dildos three dildos good job um we're gonna do our gays and straightest we're gonna do our gays and straightest but first our website is gayishpodcast.com we are on socials like instagram we have discord we have facebook group you can find all our contact info at uh com slash contact our hotline you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails especially if it's your gayest and straightest is 5855-GAYISH that's 585-542-9474 standard rate supply our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com and our physical mailing address is post office box 19882 seattle washington 98109 gayest and straightest let's do our gayest and straightest i will go first okay the gayest thing about me this week i'm cleaning out a few closets in the place here and it was the container the giant container of lube packets that i found <laughs> now, it's from when we did our show in new orleans and we made emergency fuck packs for everyone oh yeah that yeah. included a little bit of lube so i just had this like i just have lots and lots of packets of lube <laughs> do you need any packets of lube kyle no okay well I'm not having any sex all right well uh and then the straightest thing about me this week also cleaning closets and moving stuff around is uh, uh the, all of the um, like emergency prepper stuff that I have? I've got like two big buckets of freeze dried food and a backpack with like emergency supplies in it, and wow. like I didn't realize. I just I think that's pretty straight. Yeah, um, it is, and good for you for being prepared. I guess. Yeah, we do live on the Pacific Ring of Fire, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Be ready. I fell in the <laughs> now we gotta put that on the shipper's playlist. <laughs> Um, well, my gayest is the fact that I use a Mac. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty gay. I have to because of work. And if I didn't have to, I wouldn't. Yeah. Cause you hate Apple. Cause I hate Apple. Yeah. Sorry. Um, my straightest is drinking black coffee. I drink black coffee at work cause the, you have to bring in your own creamer. If you, if you so want weird creamer. Yeah. The creamer is not collective for everyone. You have to bring in, which I'm not going to bring in creamer. Maybe powder creamer? You could put that in your oh satchel? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I just too much forethought. Or just drink it black. Or just drink, I've just been drinking it black and it's it, been fine. Put hair on your chest, as yeah. my dad used to say. Yep. Um, or turn you into a Sasquatch, maybe. 
we have a listener's gay status for this week. It is a voicemail that was sent to us from uh, Jacob Rossitano. Yeah, here it is. Hey, it's Jacob again. Um, I just realized that I had a gay status. Anyway, uh, so I just started as an intern in a counseling practice as a counselor. Uh, and my gayest is not putting on any of my profiles that I am a Christian, uh, but my straightest is not putting on any of my profiles that I'm gay. Uh, that way I can appeal to everyone. Um, so I thought that was fascinating. Anyway, okay, bye. Well, Jacob, I also think you should consider putting on your profiles that you are not Sasquatch. <laughs> I think you should put on there that you are a gayish listener <laughs> and help promote the show. Uh, send us in your gayest straightest, everybody. We really do love them in your own voices. Yeah, especially a voicemail. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's it. Uh, thank you to Wookums, the, yeah. the the Bigfoot lover that the, made that boy a sex slave. Yep. That's from the Patreon segment. Oh, shit. You're right. <laughs> but you have to listen to that to know what we're talking about. And thank you to our super gap bridges. Thank you to Kaylee Adams, Kit Oliver, Andrew Bugby, William Bryant, John Crowley, Stephen Portio, Stilsel, Harry Shaw, Jonathan Montanias, Wadu, Forrest Nail, Patrick Martin, Steve Douglas, Explosive Lasagna, Michael Covington, Just Jamie, Kevin Henderson, Thomas B., Timothy Sora, Dusty Sands, A.E. Coleman, Chris Cachetorians, and Jerome York. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your money. Uh, that's it. This has been Gayish from the Chris Cachetorian Studios. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. Be you.